Hello. Quick bit right before we get to the open in the intro. Jess's audio messed up near the end, so some got cut off. But other than that, it was an excellent time, and I'm glad I got to play with them. Before we get to the episode, I'm just going to do a quick plug for Sandy Pug's game's upcoming Kickstarter for Monster Care Squad. Set on the once peaceful world of Ald Amara, the monsters of the world have been corrupted by a poison known as False Gold, and it is up to your party, an elite team of vets, to help them and restore peace to the world. In a meeting of Monster Hunter, Shadow of the Colossus, and Hayao Miyazaki Films, Monster Care Squad is a game where you seek to heal, not harm, and the monsters are your friends. Look for it on Kickstarter starting July 3rd. Okay, I met up. I'm lagging. I'm lagging hard, y'all. Eric? Press F in the chat. I think Eric's frozen. Uh oh. Yeah, Eric's frozen. Okay. Shit. I broke the universe when I killed that guy. (laughs) Yeah, Um, apparently. And we all slipped through a time portal. Yeah. What a beautiful face for Eric to be frozen. Oh, yeah, it's a great one. (laughs) It's always a flattering face that you get. Um, Okay, I'm back. Yay! Hello. Hello. How much damage do you do, Daniel? I was going to screenshot your beautiful face, but I was not able to. Oh. Here, you can screenshot it now. I don't want to. The moment's gone. <laughs> this is my frowning face. You've made him so sad. <laughs> my dependence on Coca-Cola has left me unable to express actual emotion, so I just do. Oh my yes. god, Eric's addicted to Coke. <laughs> Eric's got a Coke well, problem. Well, it's the 20s, so like... Yeah, you know, so it's got, you know... Uh, but yeah, there is actual cocaine in Coca-Cola at this time. At least that's what they're saying. Is there saying. in the 20s still? Yes. I it's... think so. Alright, um... Let's see. Shining for one round. Okay. Sorry, I just want y'all to know this is the most... One of the most hilarious sentences I think I've ever read. Hold on. What what is it? By, oh by 1929, with public pressure and prohibition against alcohol in full force, the company was forced to remove all traces of cocaine. <laughs> <sighs> uh, oh my. Social justice warriors ruining cocaine. I know. <laughs> okay. So... Hello, and welcome to the second episode of The Iron Overseer, a Dice Fiend's Call of Cthulhu adventure, in which our heroes go to put an end to the menace of the Iron Overseer and lose one of their own. Previously, our heroes were in Massachusetts for a visit to Mr. Riley and went to the Massachusetts Paranormal Investigation Story Society, or Mass Piss for short. Upon returning to Mr. Riley's home, they found his nephew, Terry, gravely injured and bleeding on his front doorstep. The good doctor saved Terry's life, and they learned from him that there was an iron monstrosity that was controlling the workers of the local foundry. Irene and Henry went to investigate the foundry, while Reggie went back to the Piss Library and did some research of his own on enchantments and how to break them. They say that knowing is half the battle, and now our investigators prepare for the other half, which is violence.
you all meet back at Mr. Riley's house. Have you sh- shared what you learned with Henry, Matt, Irene? Oh, yes, I have. All right, so you'll meet back at Henry's house, eh, Riley's house, in the evening. What would you, would you like to converse on? What happened, or yeah, I what certainly you we say what we saw over there. Um, we trade our info. We don't need to play out that scene again. Ah, fucked up if true. <laughs> okay, so it sounds like. Our solution is relatively simple. Yeah, so we have a few options. One of them is murder. Yes, that was the simple one I meant. If you're into that, that's the easiest one. We have some other ones if um, you find that distasteful. Personally, I'm not a big fan of murdering people. Yeah, but, but he's a boss. who's like enslaving his that's people. That's true. And I is apparently really have no qualms about murder. Well, I've decided that about my character. I'm just a complete... <laughs> Henry's just yeah. totally down. I, I've been reading a lot of, like, revolutionary literature. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think that we should murder him. It's probably not. You're, oh, yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. As, as I'm planning I mean, how I will actually murder him, but I'll let you guys... <laughs> Henry's old-timey Twitter is just guillotine pictures everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have uh, anything against the idea. It's just I don't want to leave blood trail behind where that, I go. That is know. a good point. We would have to deal with the aftermath the of thing. murder. Yes, it does have consequences a lot of the yeah. times. I don't usually think about consequences. I probably should more. Thank you for <laughs> for reminding me of that. Well, when you get to be Ooh. my age, uh, it, honestly, it is a very good idea. So, what's our other option then besides shooting this guy? I'm glad you asked. You see, there are some uh, magical means of breaking, breaking the ties between someone who is controlling this sort of uh, monstrosity. Okay, and you got Which, that spell, but, right? Well, I have some spells. We're going to have to look at them and perhaps do some reverse engineering of things. Okay, do you know how to cast spells? I've never met a wizard before. I mean, typically when spells are cast, you kind of just chant a number of words and, you, you know, know, things happen. Oh, okay. That's, that's... Sometimes you have to do hand motions. Interpretive dance. Wingardium Laviosa. Is there any, like... That really depends on the origin okay. of the spell. Okay, okay. So that seems... Oh, uh... By the way, before we go any further, uh, I want to ask, what was in those papers I got? Was there anything good, anything juicy in those documents I had? Anything incriminating in those documents I had? So, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. So, yes, the documents, the documents detail of how he came into possession of the Overseer, apparently... Sometime in the intervening years, it had been buried on the plantation after the person was killed, and then one of the slave's sons dug it up and decided to put it on display in his museum. But the museum ran into rough times, so Mr. Oris ended up buying it off the museum after hearing about it from one of his relatives. So Oris is not doing anything illegal, unfortunately. Nothing illegal here, nothing that could get him in trouble with the law. Uh, those very great worker protection laws in 1928. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 1920s OSHA would 
is absolutely fine with this. But yes. Okay. Mr. But it does describe the ritual he did uh, involving smearing his blood onto the front of it and making a blood pact with the statue. And you do notice no more recent documentations that he plans to make another one by sacrificing an unwilling worker. Neat. Oh, fantastic. Cool. If he feed if he does the ritual and sacrifices someone who's not under the creature's control, he can make another overseer. Okay. Well, we should um, stop him from doing that. That seems like a thing we should do. This is not the best to let that happen, I feel. Yeah, because... No, it's it's certainly not. Yeah, because if he could start enslaving people, he could just, like, he could make an army of these things that just, like, enslave the state, and then, I don't know, like, the world... Not to get too grandiose, but I don't care for that at all. Okay. Well, we're going to have to do something. Well, here's what we gotta do then. Nothing is not an option. Maybe we go in tonight, we break into the foundry, you cast your spell on it, bing, bang, boom. Yes, Bing Bang Boom. Uh, it's a, is that funny when I say that Bing Bang Boom? Is that? Is that I mean, it's certain, I mean, it's, it's it's a little bit funny. It's certainly a combination of words. Yeah, the sort of the alliteration is very fun to say. I'm gonna, I'm thinking of starting my my own like radio. I I was thinking it would be a podcast, about... but it's not really paranormal, but like a comedy. Uh, podcast. So, so just a, so just not a broadcast. A comedy, yeah, then. a a cod uh, cast, a comedy broadcast. A cod cast? Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think that Maybe I like. Call the it comedy sound bang. Ne- never mind. I don't know. Well, uh, it's it's not a it's it's not a <laughs> not a bad bang. Not a not a bad boom. You could call it comedy bing bang boom. Yes, comedy bing bang boom. I, I might need a okay. Um, but uh, I don't. Or, or or maybe or maybe just shorten that to comedy bang. Okay, I'd still need the like alliteration. That. That though, so maybe comedy bang, mm. bang. Never bada, mind. Bada bing. If you did a comedy show with news, you could call it something like Capone Speak Easy. Goodness. <laughs> uh, but that's that's my plan. I'm willing to hear other plans. But if he found a magic spell in a book, maybe he goes and uses a magic spell in a book. Uh, I mean, that would be the practical solution. I don't know if anything about magic is practical, but... And we go with him and shoot anybody who gets in our way. Or, um, uh, uh, protect him from... Uh, only only one problem with that plan, uh, Henry. I don't have a gun or any other kind of That is a problem. You have your fists and your wits. Wait, 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 professor, professor. You said you're yes. armed, right? You have a gun? Oh, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe she casts a spell. Well, I mean, I suppose. I'm just saying, like, Don't if we're the ones who not. are armed and she's not. She, this would be great for your, for oh, your yes. podcast, right? I would, uh, yeah, I would I would certainly love to do some what? actual magic. You could talk all uh, about and it. talk about my experience. On your, on your, um, on your whatever you call it. 
My my podcast. Right, yes. It's a paranormal broadcast. You're a paddle casino. At any rate... My my what? We need to look through this book. And I need extra eyes. I can't do it all myself. Because we're going to have to find the spell that will actually work. Okay. Um, well, I am literate, technically. Uh, <laughs> that's a good first step! I have 65 skill in my own language, so... Okay! What language is this book written in? <laughs> um, it is written in English. Oh, good. I also have 41 in other oh, okay. languages, so I could... I, yeah, I speak French, apparently, so that's... Not very well, but yes. <laughs> Fucked up if true. <laughs> anyway. Was that the name of the spell book? Yes. <laughs> I don't understand why they have to use such vulgar language. This is a good point. I don't, I don't know why they, they don't need to curse like sailors. I don't know. It certainly gets the point across, I feel. Was, was fuck even like a word that was in common use in the 1920s? I don't know. Oh, I'm I sure it was. Like I'm about to look it up. Did they say fuck? Did they say fuck in the 1920s? 1920s, did they say fuck? Welcome fuck the wasn't actually a swear longer. word, apparently, in 1920. Oh. <laughs> mm. So, they all just walked around saying fuck then, huh? Oh, wait, wait. Yeah, it was. What it, it was, like, go fuck yourself started being used in 1920. So. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, see, we're traditionalists here at the Dice Fiends, telling people to go for themselves. <laughs> and this is from um, berkeley.edu, so you know it's right. Holy shit. <laughs> Honoring the long-standing tradition of saying, go fuck yourself. <laughs> well, Wikipedia says that uh, it was first recorded in English courts in 1310. Damn, okay. Holy fuck. If you look up the word fuck in Jonathan Leiter's Magisterial Dictionary of American Slang, you discover that the all-purpose insult "fuck you" is a turn of the twentieth-century creation, and "go fuck yourself" isn't attested until nineteen twenty. Hmm. Fucked up and "don't fuck with me" didn't show up till around the time of the Second World War. So, "fucked up and true" <laughs> is unfortunately an anachronism. But mm. <laughs> oh god, we can't. We're gonna have to cancel the entire show. Oh god, we can't have any anachronisms <laughs> in this. What Just year is your this? This is nineteen twenty-eight, right? You said. Mm. Uh, D.H. Lawrence is writing Lady Chatterley's Lover right now, which uses the word fuck, like, a lot. So there oh, yeah. you go. People fuck. were saying you know fuck. What? Okay, maybe, maybe this is just, like... Y'all are pioneers. Maybe this is actually the first instance of fucked, fucked up. up. Okay, yes. They're just, they yeah. were just ahead of their time. Yes. That's, mm-hmm. yeah. that's where it came from, actually. Yeah, because it's, it's supposed to refer to, like, population, really. This is just saying that it's messed up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, fuck, I mean, fuck has been fuck has been used as a swear word for forever. It's just these particular incarnations of fuck in different phrases that we're looking at. Love etymology tangents. That's very good. Irene actually uses fuck uses fucked up after this in her podcast, and mm-hmm. it just comes into popular it, use it from it. Yes. I would be careful to say that on the radio. You're gonna get haze coded. Yeah, I don't. Irene. I don't think that she. I don't think that she says fucked up on the radio because like she is a woman running a radio show about the paranormal in 1928 so like there is probably uh not a lot of uh lenience there okay but important question does she go to the like fake seances and like 
debunk them in front of people. <laughs> oh yes, she does. <laughs> yes, good. <laughs> yeah, good. She she has definitely she has definitely done an episode about like uh, people's spirit hands relaying the relaying the experience of a fake seance. I'm fascinated with the world of fake seances in the early 20th century, just so everybody yeah, knows. That's really cool. <laughs> Something I'm very weirdly obsessed with. Anyway. So it is the evening section of this adventure. Do you want to go ahead and go into the factory? Oh, Call of Cthulhu after dark. <laughs> Call of Cthulhu. <laughs> Nights. That's where the tentacles yeah, come in. Yeah, I think in. we should go to the foundry. Let's mm. Let's... Let's do this thing. Call of Cthulhu ASMR. I'm sorry, Daniel. What were you saying? If, if this uh, overseer's there, we can also deal with him. Henry's gonna fuck the overseer. How how tight is the ass on that overseer? <laughs> Henry's about to find out. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so... so yes. Question. Did we find the spell we were looking for? Because that's never been established. Um. Oh yeah, we, we were looking for something out. we thought would work, some kind of anti anti magic field. Before we went on our fuck tangent, yeah, we yes. down went down the fuck rabbit hole, the rabbit fuck hole. <laughs> no, <laughs> the rabbit fucking hole. no, very bad. Ejole. zero out of ten. You find three spells. You find three spells that you can translate. You okay. well, not translate, but understand. Okay. You find the spell Shittus Deletus. Okay. <laughs> no! It's probably not that one, but we'll keep it on the back burner just in case. Uh, do we do we find the spell Fetus Deletus? And Disenchant? <laughs> Slug from Mouth. Is that what we were looking for, right? And ye old spell for disenchanting everyday items. Nice. <laughs> well, I don't know if this thing counts as an everyday item, but we'll give it a try. Well, it is an item every day, so I suppose that in a sense of the word, it could be considered an everyday That's item. That's true. Magic is about 99% interpretation anyway, so it doesn't care about semantics. I've said that on my podcast. Have you? Yes, I have. Are you, a, are you a listener, or, by any or chance? Or have you read my work? Uh, I have... I have read your work, uh, actually. Oh yeah, I listen all the time to your podcast. What's a podcast? Paranormal broadcast. It's a paranormal broadcast. What's I've paranormal? I don't even know how many it's times like today. Cereal. Wait, no, never mind. Okay, what? <laughs> that stuff that keeps you from masturbating? Cornflakes. <laughs> Do you have a nineteen twenties <laughs> Patreon? <laughs> Patreon? I don't know. I don't know, but I definitely. I I, I think I probably do have patrons at this. Time, I don't know. Anyway. I'm just confused. Is please the podcast itself paranormal? Is there a ghost in the machine? Uh, not that I know of, but it would certainly be interesting. That would be was. so cool. That would be rad as hell. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Here, use this spell. And if it doesn't work, we always have our backup. Isn't that right, Henry? Our... Six chamber backup. You know it. Was, Sorry, I was speeding, uh, drinking. <laughs> a speeding metal backup. Okay, do you all get into the car? Are you having Jerry drive you or 
I'll drive. Yeah, let's let's keep legs. Jerry uh, innocent. <laughs> Give him the night off. Don't make him a um, accessory to whatever's about to happen here. As you're giving Jerry the night off, he's like, "So, boss, um, I'm thinking about investing my savings in the stock market. Do you know of any good investments I should put it into?" Anything is fine. Anything. It's only going up. Yeah, I put all my savings in and F- The economy is booming. Everything is great. Actually, there are some signs that things are uh, being depressed right now in the farm sector. Uh, but we're not, we're not talking about that. But by the 1930s, I should be- I shouldn't have to work yeah, exactly. anymore. <laughs> Aw. <laughs> Poor Jerry. Don't worry, I'll take care of Jerry. I'll take care of Jerry. <laughs> You've got Jerry, it's fine. Yeah. Well, this is Call of Cthulhu. Don't make that promise. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, someone will take care of Jerry. Someone will, might be taken care of. Jerry will be taken care of. All right. So, yes, you make your way towards the or the foundry. And you, you get there with little incident. But when you do approach the doors this time, they are locked. Well, good thing I know how to pick locks because I am no good. Oh, shoot. I dropped my dice. (laughs) I'm sorry. That should not have been as funny as I found it. You know what? I'm a comedian. He dropped his lockpicks. Dang it. (laughs) I actually have a 90 in locksmith. I think I got it. Damn, okay. Damn. Meanwhile, Professor Professor Reginald is just, like, knocking on the door with the head of his cane. Like, hello? (laughs) Oh, what? How loud are Don't you knocking on the door? Not super, not super loud. Uh, I rolled a 76, but I have a 90, so I think that's a success. Yep, you are able to unlock the door and open it from the inside. And what do we see when we get inside? Is it horrible? I bet it's horrible. You see, the foundry is still lit up by the glow. There's still workers going at it. But while there aren't, there aren't as many workers, but you see... The workers who aren't currently working are piled up in a circle, are like sleeping no more than five feet away from the overseer's podium. Okay. Okay. Well, this is horrifying. Like in many places, they're just like sleeping on top of each other. Or how close do you have to get to cast this spell? Can we just stay by the door? Yeah, what's and cast the range? It? <laughs> You would have to get within ten feet to cast it. Okay. Well, alright. Remember, let's not hurt these guys. These people are not bad. Okay, so like, aim for the knees or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, the basics of the spell is that it will take a bit of about a minute to cast, and it costs three magic points. But for each other magic point you spend, you will get a plus five percent to your power roll to succeed on it. So you're going to be casting whoever casts it will cast it for a minute. Spend three magic points plus however many. How they many want. magic points do we have? And How do we know that? I've got eleven. It'll be on your character sheet where under it literally sanity, says magic points sanity. in like big letters ah. right there. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Somehow I missed that. Just like I dropped my dice. I have eight. Yeah. So yes, you could get up to twenty-five percent boost to your power skill if you wanted to if you were casting the spell by spending all of your magic points. Oh. 
Nice. Uh, just really quick to go over the plan again. Am I casting the spell? I think so, because we're armed. So we could cover you if these workers go crazy or like the boss shows up or the iron overseer does anything. Oh yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about yeah. uh, casting a spell. On exactly, my it's it's, it's 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 going to be <laughs> it's going to really bring the viewers in for your um popcast role. You got to get that it's hashtag content. Fantastic, yes. <laughs> Even if you only release it to your patrons, it'll be a nice benefit bonus. Yes, I am a patron of the arts. So do you approach the iron overseer? I do. I kind of have yeah, to. Yeah, I'll be standing right next to her. Yeah, we're back. We're back in it. Mm-hmm. It really is fascinating. All right, and yes, you'll be able to move back. You'll spend each of your turns casting, but you'll be able to move back as long as you're within ten feet of the overseer. Okay. So if it starts moving towards you, you don't have to just stand there. You can just pick. Okay, I'm gonna backpedal. Well, that's that's good. I've got to say. The ass is pretty tight, but I've seen tighter. You you really are into asses. <laughs> it's, a, it's a key part of my research, you wouldn't understand. Clearly. Some people like breasts. I'm just an ass man, I suppose. <laughs> so are the workers <laughs> reacting, or is the Iron Overseer reacting as we approach it? Some workers are looking at... Some of the work... Girls, like, spare you a glance as you approach past it, as you go past them, but then they return to their duties. Henry, as you get within ten feet, I will need you to make an intelligence roll or a power roll, whichever is higher. I'm pretty smart. I got 70 intelligence. Alright, so... And I rolled a 24. My luck does not run out, baby. I guess that makes it kind of uninteresting, but I keep succeeding. Probably, yeah. But yes, as you clo- as you go closer, you do hear the drums that you quickly realize is the heart beating inside the Oh, overseer. I don't like this at all. And you hear whispers in the back of your head, but you're able to not pay attention to them. The professor's completely fine, however. Just chilling. Well, this is boring. I thought this was going to be more interesting. Okay. All right. Alright, so does Irene start casting the spell? Irene does start casting the spell. Alright. And what does casting the spell look like? What what is what is I'm just curious, like is she waving her hands around? Is she is she down? Or I guess maybe that's for her to decide. I I think that what I'm I think that what I'm doing is just like reading um a a, a transcription of like a chant uh that i'm supposed to do off of a uh page okay so you're just reading like the magic words over and over again like uh probably as going many times as i have to until the spell takes effect that's fair um let me see one of page 102 yes yeah, so what i'm gonna say is each round will take 10 seconds and the spell takes a minute to cast. Okay. So. Dexterity in order of attacks. Alright. So determine. What's everyone's dexterity? Uh, 50. 60. 45. Alright. 
Irene is 50. Henry is 60. Reginald is 45. Let's see what the overseer's dexterity is. So I'm going to say you get the first round of chanting the spell off before it starts reacting to you. Okay. So you have five, you basically have five rounds. You just have to either survive or if you destroy it before then. Okay. That's basically the win condition in this and... Here we go, a little action! Well, again, I'd prefer if there was no action. She just says some words and then we go home. Yeah, well. Okay, and Timothy's dexterity is 65. So yes. Irene, you start chanting the words, and as you chant the words, the overseer's eye lights up a blood red. Oh and no. You hear, a, you hear something that sounds like foghorn. Hold steady! It starts moving. I need everyone to make me just a little sanity check. A little sanity Complete check. Complete failure. Jesus Christ. 66. Alright. 65. Y'all all yep. failed? Mm-hmm. Alright. You all lose... You all lose three sanity as it starts moving towards you. It steps off the podium, stepping on a worker. They aren't moving as it just crunches oh. over them. Oh. Ah. Distasteful. And you do hear you do hear a shout from the office. What's going on oh, out there? The office. Oh god. No, oh, no. And you see, and if you look back, you do see the owner run out of his office and start running down the stairs. Oh my god, Henry. <laughs> You have the initiative. Me? Henry. That's How far away is he from me? Yeah. Um, he's still at the back of... He's still near the entrance, so it'll take him about two okay, rounds the important, to Maybe the more important thing off. is, uh, my gun has a range of 15 yards. Is he within 15 yards of me? I don't think... I don't know how many... 45. I don't know how big yards are. I don't know how big feet are. No, he's not. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's about, I'd say, 100 feet away from you. Okay, well, then that would be 15 yards, right? I thought you said 40. 15 yards is 45 feet. Oh, that's, oh I thought you, okay, 15 yards is 45 feet. Sorry, I misunderstood. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's a, he sh- He'll probably be in range on his next Is there turn. any cover or rep? Mm. Does he have any weapons? I mean, the Iron Overseer obviously is an Iron Overseer. Um, yeah, that's the web. That's a weapon. You know what? <laughs> Maybe. No, I'm gonna stand. Can I get a shot at the heart? You can okay. take a shot at it. You can take. Okay, so, so my firearm skill is fifty. So that's that's great odds. 
Um, if you're making a call, it's gonna shot, be more difficult. So it's gonna be one of the lower ones. That would be a that would be okay. a hard one. Mm-hmm. So is that the half or is that the the fourth? That that'll be half. I think very hard is quarter. Well, it doesn't matter. I rolled a ninety, so I the the bullet just goes flying wildly. There's your shot goes your shot goes wild, and he start keeps approaching. Cool. That's you. all I do. All right. So then we are going to go to. We are going to go to let's say. Irene. Uh, Irene obviously is approaching you quickly. I think we skipped the professor. No, Reginald has a forty-five. Oh okay. All right. Yeah, and and I assume you're just moving back like the five feet he's approached towards you in the meantime. Uh, Yeah, I take a few steps back and I continue reciting the spell. All right, and then the uh, Iron Overseer steps approaches y'all. He does have three attacks currently. So he is going to make an attack with his his, uh, giant iron axe. Well, the first one will be against him. Neat. So you can either use dodge or you can also fight back. Uh, I have no dodge skill. Mm. Alright. Do you have uh, fighting back or... Uh, I do not have any fighting skill either. I have a gun. I have a gun. Yeah, so... Excuse me, uh, doomed? No, you're not not doomed. Uh, Don't worry. It's fine. It's like... If you die in a one shot, you die in a one shot. I'm, I'm fine with it. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. No. But he got a seventy five. So as he brings his axe down on you the first time, you manage to just like slip ah! out of the way and crashes into the ground. It go- it's going to try and attack you again. Okay, that's a twenty three. You end up taking eight points of damage as the axe buries itself. Okay, so what happens when I reach zero hit points? Because I have eight hit points. Um, Oh boy. Oh my. Do you you have any armor? No, I'm just a guy. Oh shit. Oh shit. (laughs) Um, I'll say you're you're bleeding badly, but you're still barely conscious. Yeah, but I'm not participating anymore, I don't think. Yeah, you'll probably be beating feet and he looks to the professor oh my how many attacks does this asshole get three oh okay well that makes sense yeah sorry oh boy well and he misses you badly professor i just feel the wind of it go by yes very much so all right so it moves to the professor's turn oh okay well i'm gonna go I guess try to stabilize Henry, <laughs> since he's bleeding on the ground right now, and I have medicine. Mm. Is that how uh, it works? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, whatever. Come on. I'm going to. Go, I'm just going to check on you and make sure you're not fucking dead. <laughs> I I appreciate that. that. How about that? I'm actually looking and that's at the twenty-one, so that succeeds. Nice. My medicine's a fifty-one. Okay, so I'm not dying anymore, maybe. 
putting some pressure on it. Yeah, so, so I'm going to say you gain one hit point back. Yes, that's Ooh, generous keeper in this game. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> I just, like, pull off my sock and use it to tie up your... Ah. <laughs> it's, it's not the most sanitary thing ever, but it's what we have. In this system, you can when someone attacks you, you can either fight back or dodge. So basically, with fight back, both people make their rolls, and whoever gets either the most num the most whoever gets the most number of successes does damage. Okay, but I could I fight back with my gun. I be- I would like I would say you could fight back with your gun. Oh, okay. Since it's just it's just a handgun. It's not like a long arm or anything. Okay, well I'll know that I it will say he got the drop on me that time. I didn't know to fight back. Uh but we'll do that next time. Yeah, I mean, giant metal man moving isn't quite your cup of tea. All right. Four rounds for me as we move as you see Timothy Ors running down, shouting at you people to you barbarians to stop. What do you want to do, Henry? Uh I'm going to shoot him. Um I oh. want to shoot him with my gun. That is very smart. Yeah, because I don't think I'm gonna be able to take down this giant iron monster. And to be perfectly fair, I don't think we can last a whole minute. <laughs> I Yeah. No, we can't. We super can. Not if he's going to attack three times yeah. every round. It was a good. It was a good shot. We didn't know how quick he was. He might have been really slow. Well, you don't think of a giant middle man and think, "Oh yes, dexterous." <laughs> I rolled exactly a fifty, which is my handgun skill. Nice. Right. Easy. Try to dodge, but it's going to be hard. He does not dodge. So okay, I do a d ten plus two. A. I do eight damage, just what the monster did to me. Payback. Nice. So what happens? Is he dead? He's probably not dead. Thirteen out of eight. Eight out of thirteen. Okay. So, if he drops... All right. You hit him, he takes a dire blow... He takes a dire blow to his body. And... Then we are going to move... To... Irene. What would you like to do? Just gonna, just gonna ch- keep fucking chanting and walking backward. You keep, you keep chanting, and we move on to the overseer who is going to go after the professor. By the way, I looked at how this works. I have a major wound right now, but the medicine check gives me one temporary hit point, uh, so I could keep going. Uh, but if I don't get medical attention ah. soon, I'm gonna die. <laughs> Cool. Well, so we did it right, mostly. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Yay! Yay! Got there. Oh no! Oh no! Um, oh no! Um, um, oh no! Um, um, do you have dodge? Do I have dodge? You, dodge. you do have dodge. I do have dodge. No, I have jeep. Boom! <laughs> that was out. Of, that was out of character. So no one else, no one will have to suffer sin. <laughs> My lord. Okay. Dodge. Let's see. What is my dodge? I also have a Nissan, actually. But... Nissan bitches up in here. Fuck yeah. Let's see. Hold on. I'm trying to find what my... Half decks. Oh, great. And I have terrible decks. Okay. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Everyone has dodge. 
Ah, it's a 29. Damn it. My dodge is 23. Uh, okay. Uh, you can, can I spend use, luck? Yeah, I was about to say, can I use some luck on that? Because I don't want to get axed. <laughs> it's unpleasant. Yeah. How much I, luck are you going to use? Because he did succeed by a good margin. Well, I mean, I failed my dodge by six. So... I was going to use six <laughs> so I can dodge. Okay, so the thing is he got his attack against you was halved. His fighting against you was half since you do have the elder sign on you still. Uh-huh. Ah. But he still got half of that. So in order to make it a successful dodge, you need to lower it to half of your current dodge. Jesus. This is so many numbers. Like, I <laughs> And not keep like, up with what's happening right now. What's your what's your dodge? Twenty two. Twenty three. Twenty three. Yeah. Twenty three. I rolled a twenty nine. So Ooh. you'd have to roll lower to like an eleven in order to successfully dodges. Do you have the luck to do that? Get lucky, my friend. I I would use it the fuck up at this point if you don't want to die. Alright. So yeah. You dodge. As it looks like it's going to swat, hit you, you feel like it looks like it slows right as if it's about to hit you and your hand slips on some oil that was on the ground. So you're able to fall down just in time for it not to hit you. You feel like the elder sign. You feel like the luck charm kept it from fully hitting you and something seems to be staying its hand for this round is there any cover irene could get behind or something yeah she there is some cover she can get behind if she wa- wants i would to. suggest it uh i would love to get behind some cover yeah so you so you can probably circle back and like there's just like a support pillar for the foundry that you just hide behind and keep chanting from <laughs> That would be yeah. I would I would love to just hide behind that. All right, so that's three rounds. Only three rounds to go. You're looking at Timothy right now, Henry. Wait, which one's Timothy? Timothy. Oh, or- Oris, I, I the... keep thinking his name is Oris, but his first name is Timothy. Sorry. Yeah, yeah his. You can call him Tim if you wish. I don't. Oh. oh can we call him oh. Timmy? Can I call yes. him Bourgeois Presser? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Everyone looks at you as you say that's like, what do you think your father does? <laughs> like, uh, yes, I know that I have privilege, but like, mm. I'm here for you singing "This Is My Fight" song, but you are literally the upper class. I know, mm. but like, to be fair, so was Engels. So, what is he doing? What is Timothy doing? I, I interrupted you with my Soviet nonsense. You're good. You're good. We all. We should all sing Solidarity Forever after this. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I don't agree with it following the Soviets, though. That's that's my character. My character doesn't know how bad it's about to get, or even how bad it kind of already is in the Soviet Union. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's fucked up. And that's true. Anyway, so he's, his body starts to warp. Fucked up and it, true. Fucked up I'm and sorry. true. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Timothy's body starts to warp as he grabs the bullet wound. You see foam coming from his mouth. You little shit! I 
do what I need to make this country great. I'm he's, not investing. He's he starts bleeding as he grows taller and more muscular, and like just giant bony claws burst out from his hand. I'm gonna need you to roll me a sandwich. This check. mega sucks. Okay. I'm assuming that's everyone who can see it. Is everyone who's looking at Timothy? I right rolled a now. ninety. Yeah, I feel like All this right. is something that I probably can't ignore. Alright, yeah. So, everyone rolled me... 64! I rolled a 90! Everyone failed. I'm gonna need everyone to roll me a d10. Oh, and that's cool. how much I lose? Mm-hmm. Roll, tell me if you rolled more than five. <laughs> Fuck me! Wow. <laughs> I rolled a nine. Uh, my sanity is now 27. Mine's 37. What did you roll? I rolled an eight. God, with sanity and hope, you just roll high, Mac. Yeah. Okay, Irene and Henry, I'm gonna need you to make me both. I'm gonna need you to both make me intelligence checks. To not like pass out. No, to see if you can comprehend what's happening. Well, I rolled a ninety-five, so I don't. So luckily, you don't. I'm too dumb. You're able Actually, to I'm really... very smart, but I'm too... I'm... <laughs> I rolled another 69. Nice. And that fails for you? No, that's good. Uh, my intelligence is 85. Cool. Okay, so the funny thing about Call of Cthulhu is when you lose five or more sanity, it's better to fail your intelligence roll oh, because great. that means you won't know what's <laughs> happened. You don't cool. piece it together. like. Yeah, that's right. Maybe you're like, I mean, Henry and the professor are probably very scared by this. Mm -hmm. But they're like, oh, God, he's growing claws. But then. <laughs> <laughs> the way my night is going. Hmm. As you watch his this ghastly transformation, like books you've dis dismissed as hoaxes or like people calling in, you dismissed as rambling, like. Telling of large human-like things with bone scythe-like claws from their hands coming out of the graveyards and dragging people away in the mists of the night. Mm. You realize that this is exactly what they were describing. All those times you've told someone, like, you might need to see a sanatorium. Huh. Well, you, this is horrifying. You find the urge to scream as, like, your... Make me uh, another intelligence roll. Okay. Uh, 57. You succeed, so you find a scream rising in your throat, but you you're able to repress it, so you can keep doing the spell, but your voice is shaking as all the stories, like, what else that you were like, yeah, this is all just bullshit. This never happened. That's a lie. It's like, what else have I just been ignoring on my podcast? But yes, he is going to be at you and up dancing with you, Henry, in his next turn. But Henry, it is your turn. Okay, I'm going to shoot the bone monster. You're going to shoot the... Uh, Not the, the hired overseer, Timothy. but the, the thing that was once the, uh, was once or. I guess maybe it still is him, but... 
Oh, yes. In so many ways. Um, All right. Let's see. I guess I'll just do a normal shot. Maybe I should just go full auto. I don't I'll just take one shot. Maybe he's almost dead. All right. No, I could take three shots because it's an automatic weapon. Um, I'm going to shoot. I, that's, I'm going to do what I probably should have done before, but he's close enough. I'm going to do that. What's the penalty for making, for doing that? Sorry, I just closed the PDF. Um, that's a good question. Um, let me find it again. Fuck. I've had a long time to do this. I don't mean to get too deep into the combat rules, but I want to not die. No, you're good. Honestly, anytime I play Call of Cthulhu, I just go in assuming that my character is going to die. My character has never actually died in Call of Cthulhu, which is weird. Okay, so... Oh, I don't have... Roll, oh no, yeah. Go ahead. Roll each shot individually, and all shots receive one penalty dice. So you're going to take... You're going to use... On each shot, you're going to use two, like, hundred spots okay. die. Instead of one, and take gotcha. the higher Okay, one. that's fine. Okay, well, first shot is going to be a, a 38, uh, which is enough to hit him. So that will do eight damage. I, I just keep rolling sixes plus my two here for my damage. Take another shot. Uh, that's going to be, first roll is already a miss, um, so I won't even need to roll at the disadvantage. And third shot, let's see, that's also a miss because of my disadvantage, but one of the shots got him. So another shot just pounds solidly into his And there are two bullets left in this gun now. As he's running towards you now. With like fangs and foam coming down, blood coming down. And from I'm his not moving. Mouth. I'm just sort of sitting, leaning against the pillar, firing because I can't really do much. It go. It goes to Irene. Are you? Are you still taught? Yes, I am continuing to chant because uh, I want to cast this spell on this thing. All right. So two rounds left after this, and now it is Timothy's turn. As he charges towards you. Henry. Yeah, that's kind of what I expected. Can I fight back by shooting my last two bullets at him? Or at least one of them? Yes. Yes, he'll make his attack okay, first. Cool. So. So, like, if he misses his attack, you don't have to fight back, but. He swings his claw. His yeah, claw I don't know you. if fight back even works for guns. Okay. I'll say it does. You're the, you are the boss, right, so, so I, will, I will go with it. I am the boss. So he got a I good success. He got a good success, so you'll need to get a good Cool. I won't, success. but let's see. Nope, I l- literally rolled a 99. I, don't th- I can't even luck my way out of that. I think I am now dead. Uh, wow. All right. Uh, yep, yep, yep. Okay, I'm just straight yep. dead. That's, yep. I mean, hey, you know, <laughs> yeah, he, Cthulhu, man. He, like, uh, call Cthulhu, you don't always make he, it. He digs his claws into you, and you see, and you take five cool, points I'm of damage. Cool, I have negative four, and as soon as I get below zero life, I die. So, Das Vidanya. Mm-hmm. So, anyone looking can see Henry just being torn apart by... 
The school who is goes into a rage as he does that, like screaming at the body, just This is Oh no. I slightly out of character am just gonna point out even if the Iron Overseer spell is cast, does that still mean we have a monster running around trying to kill us? Yes. Okay. Just <laughs> So Irene does have good punching okay. skills. I'm just gonna. I also, you could also maybe pick up my gun. There's two bullets left in it. I mean, I don't think that I have great punching skills. You have seventy, and you deal one d three plus one d four. Oh Jesus! What the fuck? Yeah, Irene is fucking jacked. Irene is jacked. All right. Yeah, but Irene, you do see this bloodied and nearly beaten monster just. Go to town on your allies. Is, yeah. I, I hate to be the one who keeps saying this. Is that a sanity check? Seeing me ripped into pieces? I feel like it's gotta be. Yeah, make me a sanity check. Fuck! Okay, I rolled really well. And then I looked at my sanity score, and I rolled, like, two over my sanity score. Which is already really fucking low. You you lose two san. If you don't want to use luck, you'll just lose two sanity. I don't care. I will take the sanity loss. And do you want to keep chanting, or do you want to try and avenge your fallen comrade? Yeah, I think that I remember at this point that the overseer can be like, I guess, deactivated uh, if you kill the person who controls it. So I think I'm gonna um. I do think that I actually just stop chanting and I pick up, um, no, I'm, I'm not going to pick up the gun because I'm not going to roll well. I'm just going to fucking punch him. Oh, hell yeah. That is a 28. All right. All right. And I'm going to, I'm going to say he, he's busy. Like he's just chowing down now on the body. Like he's given into this failness. So. He's not going to be able to dodge or roll out, so roll your damage. Okay. Uh, and that is 1d3 plus uh, 1d4. 1d4. Okay. God damn it, I have to get out a d3 and a d4 now. Or a d4 and roll it twice. Or a d6 and d4. I am not doing that. <laughs> All right. I would rather only have to get one die. Okay, so that's a four on the d4. And a three on the d3. What the fuck? Alright, so seven damage? Yeah. So you crit. So is there a way you want to kill him? Uh, yeah. So I, um... Man, I wanted to be the murderer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah, so I, um... I want to say that Irene is wearing, like, steel-toed boots. Like, she came prepared for fucking, uh, you know, hard, like, a potential fight. Um, and she kicks this creature in the head, uh, and is just, like, so, like, enraged and also so like powerful that she just like breaks its skull in. Oh. 
as you kick his skull wide open, the overseer is moving to swing down on the professor once again. That loud, just constantly emitting. Its movement freezes and the light fades from it. So it is frozen. It is frozen in spot with two hands above its head. You didn't realize it before, I mean, but you finally stop hearing this. The faint do-do-do-do-do-do-do. You finally stop hearing that in the back of your head. And you're left with the moment of calm before the workers start waking up. We should go. As you as you exit the factory, like the workers who were just like steadily beating, beating like they just look they come out of a stupor. You start hearing screaming as people realize their legs or arms have are broken or that people they know have been crushed underneath this and there's monster. Two squad. corpses or three corpses. yeah. Two and there's two corpses. There yeah. <laughs> there's a monster corpse, there's, there's a guy just got a ton on, of on, there's me sort of spread out all over the place. There's just a ton there's just a ton of corpses all over the place. Uh, I'm gonna say I hopefully and left my keys in the ignition. Uh, because I don't know if you'll be able to find my keys. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if you want yeah, to leave fine. your keys in the That's ignition. That's boring. They could get they could get out. Yeah. Well <laughs> also, also you would have I mean the professor might have the keys. Oh, we did, he did drive. drive. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Oh, that's true. Yeah. As you speed off into the night, you don't hear the screaming as it's been muted by the heavy steel foundry. Depending on how long y'all stay around, you hear, like, in the afternoon, you hear, like, news on the radio about apparently a murder-suicide at the local steel foundry. People su- People suspect a Bolshevik sympathizer killed the owner of the factory before killing himself and several workers. The investigators are Mac, Daniel, and Jess. DMing and producing is done by Eric. Track listings and relevant links for the music we use in this episode are down in the show notes. Our logo was done by Ray Calidus. You can find her on Twitter at Keyligraphy Inc. or at KeyligraphyInc.com. I'm going to shout out the SCP Wiki for providing inspiration for this adventure and the user Veilings in particular for SCP-1011, Humanization Process. Do you like taking your dice around the house? Or when we are finally able to go to other people's houses again, to other people's houses? Do you find that you can't fit your dice in your pockets because they're either non-existent or taken up by keys, phones, and wallets? Do you not want a crown royale bag because everyone has the same bag and it gets confusing? Well, do I have a solution for you. Great Out makes professional quality dice bags, custom ordered with options for no pockets, five pockets, or nine pockets. Grab yourself a Great Out dice bag so you can carry your dice without fear, or even just organize the dice you need because we all have only so much room on our computer desks. Also, there's a very cute sushi pattern, which is just the best, so get on that. That is www.etsy.com slash shop slash grayed out. Grayed out spelled G-R-E-Y-E-D-O-U-T, all one word, for a wonderful dice bag. Enter Dice Fiends, again, all one word, 
as a coupon at checkout for 10% off the entire order. Like the show? Want to hear more of us and our shenanigans? Tell a friend about us or leave us a rating and review over on the podcatcher of your choice to help more people find us. If you want to support us in a more financial way, head on over to our Patreon. And for as little as $1 a month, you can get a bevy of benefits, including me literally shouting my thanks at you in the end segment of our show. If you have any questions or comments, you can hit us up on Twitter at DiceFiends or shoot us an email at DiceFiendsPod at gmail.com. And until next time, remember, keep fighting the good fight and Black Lives Matter. Goodbye.